and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by the TheLastMovieOutpost.com. I am your host, not George Lucas, and with us as always is Sean. Ahoy. And Drunken Yoda. Splendid, my British brother from a different mumsy. <laughs> as quite a knees up, a transpiring with these Hollywood wankers this fine American evening. And I, for one, am quite looking forward to getting my cup of tea, plopping down on my bum, and to see all these wankers waffle on and pull each other off for an evening until I wish I were dead. Of course, no. I'm talking about the Oscars. Great, Ricky Gervais. That's a great That's Ricky Gervais impersonation. <laughs> Of course, yes, it's the Oscars this evening. Who's going to be excitedly watching? Oh, I'm going to watch it. Sure, because i got money bet on, on who's going hands, to win. Hands down, hands down. <laughs> I, I, will be, I will be half that. I will be watching. Uh, is, is, somebody report, is somebody reporting on it for, for, for us for the last movie outpost? Uh, maybe. I'll, I'll see how much I can stomach. And then, uh, and then maybe do a report or a video. Or, it, it'll be good... Uh, It'll be good material for the entertainment news. <laughs> I think the Oscars is one of those things nowadays where I kind of, it, it, in the morning, they go so-and-so won and so-and-so won, and I go, oh, mm, oh, and that's pretty much it. You know, mm. that's kind of, that's my level of interest. But you know uh, who's going to, but, I mean, we can all make a 90-some percent, you know, accuracy guess on who's going to win, which is why, you know, I, I place money on it. Um, so. Which, uh, the black ones. They'll win. Yeah. Oh, no, the, or the women one. The women well, or the yeah. black one. But if it's a black woman one, it's a shoe in Yeah, right. So that's how you – it's the uh, – So the, Ava DuVernay cleans up this yeah. year's Oscars. <laughs> she doesn't even have a movie in it. you got to look at <clears> the <throat> victim hierarchy, you know. So, like, if you're, if you're a woman, you know, black above woman, black woman above black, black transgender woman – above you know so the higher the more the more Where does thing, asian come in that oh they're white now so it doesn't matter oh, they are. oh okay they're worse than white yeah they're smart white people so they're worse than white oh wow yeah god that's a dangerous thing isn't it um <clears throat> oh well next week we, i'm sure we'll have a good laugh talking about uh what predictions we thought came true we should make some predictions now so sean you're saying power of dogs gonna win uh I think yeah, that's the one I, I put some money. Is that in a that gay one. cowboy movie? Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. it's a shoe in. That's the Brokeback yeah, Mountain yeah, category. It's yeah, it's, call, I it? mean, if it doesn't win, I will be. Not only will I be absolutely gobsmacked, shocked, and devastated. I bet it's your yeah, people. It is my people. I don't know what that the gay or cowboy. I'm not from the west. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now we'll it's, have. I, yeah. I think it would be good that um, to present the best director would be Sam Elliott. <laughs> if she does win. <laughs> oh, God. Man. Now for <laughs> best mustache. Oh, Jesus. Sam Elliott again. Okay. No, it's planned to be a woman this year, isn't it? Um, Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg mustache. for best mustache. <laughs> depends, on what, depends on what mood Sam Elliott wakes up in the morning, I guess. If he's gender fluid, you know, his gender fluidity. Is that a term? Is that a before coffee or after coffee thing? <laughs> Have you guys seen that meme, like little meme, like five or ten second clip? Uh, and it's uh, Tony Soprano. It's, and I forget what episode it is, but he's sick in one of them. He's like sitting on the toilet. He's got like his robe open and wife beater. And he's like looking like, 
you know, he's about to turn into a zombie, and a, and somebody edit to above it. It's it just this list of like all the gender pronoun words, and, <laughs> and they're just like scrolling through like hundreds and hundreds, and you see Tony, and then it, it goes to like a Dutch angle, and he's like, you know, like he, this is like all oh, the modern world's kill, and it's so funny. Have you noticed how you notice that uh, when they talk about the possibility of a draft, it's like, nope, there's only two, male and female, and I have to work in the kitchen because I'm a girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, suddenly the feminists become, you know, wearing a sundress, and you're like, honey, would you, I baked a cake for you. <laughs> Here's a sandwich. I know you love them. I shaved my braided purple armpit hair. And, and... Here's a question then. In a lesbian household, who eats all the sandwiches? The one that's the more manly of the two, obviously. Yeah. No, I just I mean, obviously there's two women making sandwiches. They don't, eat, they, don't eat, eating them. they don't eat sandwiches. They eat carpet. You know that. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but thought it was beneath me. Nothing's beneath me, sir. <laughs> you know that uh, when, when they first legalized gay marriage, there were people you know, really upset with it. And I was like, not me. And I was like, really? I'm surprised. I said, no. I said, all of us straight people for years have had to suffer divorce court and losing half of our shit. It's time that those That's gay right. people have to suffer just like the rest of us. They've been getting off Scott three all these years. Now it's time they feel that pain. Yep. Why, why do you think they came up with all different genders? That, that screws mm-hmm. over all the divorce courts. I think we're yeah. onto something here. I think that, that would be quite good for the Oscars in the future. Um, the best trans, female, black, American, <clears throat> transgender uh, director is, <laughs> you think he's boring now, <laughs> when they're given about the 38 different categories. And the list of nominees are one, just the one. <laughs> I wonder who's going to win. It takes them so long to read off all the gender pronouns that they start playing that wrap it up music before they even... <laughs> <laughs> That you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> that one's for you. That one's for you. That one's for you. <laughs> it gives us a chance. We might all win. This is, <clears throat> I, I guarantee this five minutes that we've talked about it is going to be far more entertaining than anything you'll see in the Oscars tonight. It's entertained me more than the Oscars would ever entertain me, that's for sure. I, seriously, how can you say that? Amy Schumer is presenting. It's going oh, to be hilarious. Oh, I am going to watch it now because that will be a great train wreck. I mean, she is just she's one of the funniest women That's on the her planet. Movie. She's going to get she's going to skank up on stage and be like, "My vagina, am I right?" <laughs> White men. She's going to she's going to pull it out of her vagina. The, yeah, and the Oscar goes through. <laughs> how about those? How about those white men? Am I right? Orange man bad. So uh, I guess I guess there are some things that are beneath me. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to welcome to Sean. <laughs> um, so with with us, what we're going to talk about this evening is is quite. First of all, unfortunately, we were going to be joined by uh, Cecil from Good Bad Movies, but unfortunately, he couldn't make it. So yeah, we he hope took he one is- look at he took one look at our previous streams <laughs> and just ghosted the hell out of us. And- yeah, he, yeah, we uh, get yeah, it. It's okay. We get it. I told you to take him down. He stood us up. It's okay because um, I've firebombed his house in retribution, so <laughs> we won't have to worry about that problem anymore. You Seems put on the um, Oscar mailing list. Um, <laughs> so, but instead, we are going to talk about actors who play the same roles all the time. Now, the the one that was first mentioned which in my mind immediately went to was john wayne absolutely i mean i have john wayne always plays john John wayne Wayne. 
yeah. in whatever film he's doing. How he won an Oscar for Rooster Coburn, I have no idea. Well, that was the most John Wayneiest of roles he can ever take. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just love the way he says John Wayne, John best, uh, John Wayne actor of the year award goes to John. Wayne. <laughs> he's had some fun ones though, hasn't he? Hey there, Pilgrim. I'm Genghis Khan. You know? I'm telling you guys, I I don't like John Wayne as an actor, and I don't really care for John Wayne movies either. I don't like them. Well, my favorite John Wayne performance was in The Greatest Story Ever Told, which was the story about Jesus. And it had, I think it was Max von Sydow who played him. And, and Jesus is on the cross, and John play, John Wayne plays a Roman guard. And his line was, truly this was the son of God. <laughs> it, it couldn't have been more John Wayne if he pulled out a gun and shot him. <laughs> His real name being Marion Maris- Morrison, maybe maybe he does deserve an Oscar. Marilyn Manson. His real name is Marilyn Manson. No, no, no. Yeah. Mar- Marion Morrison. <laughs> Marion Morrison, wasn't it? Maybe he's it's... like that uh, that commercial with the the guy that plays Aquaman. Um, God, why can't? Oh, Jason Momoa. J- Jason Momoa. That that commercial he did where he comes in, he basically just takes off his his muscles. Yeah, <laughs> he's just this skinny guy underneath his big muscle suit in real life. It's. It's funny you say him because that was another name that came to my mind of people who play the same thing in roles, uh, the same roles in, in, in each. Jason Momoa plays the big bearded guy mm-hmm. in everything he's ever done. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he, I did, seen he him did Game of Thrones and he did Dune and I don't feel like he was, I mean, I wouldn't call <coughs> oh, it a no huge tune, stretch no or anything, but, but I would say that he... He has a bit more range than maybe we give him credit for. I, I just think it's too early to really. I'd agree with that. Figure that one out. I took yeah. notes. I took notes. I did some research on this, guys. On Jason Momoa with no, his shirt No, I off? mean on guys. <laughs> no, that was personal research. This is <laughs> this is professional. Don't look in his folder called homework on his That's computer. Right. <laughs> Not porn. He's got it labeled. I Not got, porn. I got it la- labeled taxes 2013. Don't worry about it. Uh, that- Brilliant. That is brilliant. Yeah, that's what I'm going to label all mine. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he. I, I, it's a, it's still too big, and he's not had big enough roles to. You so know. I, I I wanted to split this up a little bit because when you said same role, I was I don't know why, but I was thinking same thing or full role because I was thinking, I kind of got into. Like, okay, Harrison Ford always points, Tom Cruise always runs, Sean mm-hmm. Bean always dies, Owen Wilson always says, wow, and Brad Pitt always eats. But those are just things that they do. That's not really the same Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt always eats. He always yeah, eats. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, yeah? Take, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's always got something in his head. He's always eating or snacking or doing something. Mm. In every movie he's in, he, he takes, he, I can't believe you guys don't know this. No, I never. No. Just, just, just search Brad Pitt eats on YouTube, and you will find I, I a, you. a whole mess. He's, I think it started to, in Ocean's Eleven, you know, and he just, just every everything. He's always holding something like some fries or some. And it's always junk food or shit food too. I don't know yeah. how he stays in such. Good Which food. I imagine he eats an awful lot of, you know, with the physique he's got. Yeah, that's that's what that's what's weird. I wonder if he spits it all out. Brad, Brad, this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, not, he's got an air pump, you know, in his ass. He does not. He does not play the same. He does not play Brad Pitt in every movie, though. I don't think. No. 
Um, close, close. He's on my be. list. I don't know. He's on the verge. I think he's on the verge of being, you know, the guy that plays Brad Pitt in every movie. But I don't think he's quite John Wayne. You, you, know? you also got an obvious one. Reginald Vell Johnson always plays a cop. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. The, he was the diehard cop. Yeah. Okay. The black guy. And then he played a cop in that show forever. And he was a cop in Ghostbusters. He's always playing a cop. So wait a minute. My When I first brought up the 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 topic i conceived it more as like actors that basically just play themselves in every movie more like john one that, that's what i but said then but then there's like typecasting yeah so are we talking about so let's playing? let's that yeah that i kind of felt was type typecasting or playing the same uh well, yeah. profession in every one yeah yeah although i think that kind of lends into you, you end up playing kind of the same deal every day. They, yeah, they it's the dad, the dad in Ferris Bueller, I can't remember his name now, but he always kind of just played the dad in those 80s comedies movies. Yeah, he but that's... But, but that's <clears throat> yeah, but that's not what we're talking... You know, like, so that guy can play a dad, but... So... You know, he's he's not... Like, so Will Smith, I think, plays Will Smith in every movie. Pretty much, yeah. You know what I'm saying here? I think like, he John- stretched himself, though, in a few different movies, so between... Uh, the Pursuit of Happiness and Seven Pounds and a couple of others. Um, He's, you could yeah, you but, could even say Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, because because there he played a blue man instead of a black man. So clearly, <laughs> very very different. Still a person of color. <laughs> yes, it's on the wheel. I would say that Robert Downey Jr. has veered into that territory lately too. Yeah, uh, you know he he plays Tony Stark in every movie, or or Robert Downey Jr., which is pretty close to Tony Smart Stark, just without the, you know, without the intelligence, you know, the super intelligence. But well, you could say that do, about apart do, from it, do, do little. Yeah, I was going to say do little, where he plays. I think it was a Welsh man. Uh, he was trying to do the accent of. I'm not quite sure, but he didn't really. That, that to me, whenever whenever actors are in movies like that, especially after like Avengers, I always think that it's kind of community service that you know the, the actor has been caught with four dead prostitutes and the judge goes because of that you've got to do do little or you've got to do a film <laughs> with you've got to do a film with melissa mccarthy oh god do i you know it's like you know it's kind of like their penance for doing something like that you know so do you want me to go through my list here because I, I i kind of did some research and and went through some different videos we'll see if I, what I you guess. agree on and then throw in some of that you guys <laughs> you, got so seth rogan <laughs> Everybody says Seth Rogen oh, basically yeah. plays uh, uh, an affable stoner. He's probably yes. more he, he's probably more likable in those roles than he is in real life. Definitely. <laughs> Have you seen yeah. his Twitter um, thread? He, he just goes after it, it, people yeah. for no reason. He is play, he is playing the same role he played in Freaks and Geeks, which was the original thing I ever saw him in, which I quite liked him in the TV series. But then after that, he has just played the same role in everything I've ever seen him in. Yep. I I don't. I don't see him. The closest maybe was observe and report, but that's the only thing I can think of that maybe he was a little different in. But everything yeah, else was, is basically and the same it, thing. It was not a success, even though it's such a great dark comedy. I have to give him. I have to give that. Movie yeah, when he played play. something that wasn't himself, that's the one we yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, and that <laughs> I mean, leads just, yeah. That leads me into Adam Sandler. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well. Punch truck love, though. You know? Right, but Adam Sandler generally plays Adam Sandler in almost all of his movies. Yeah, anything yeah. that's his happy Madison 
label is going to be that same fucking character <laughs> yeah. within yeah, a yeah. within a within a range of course sometimes really awful sometimes more family but always basically the same thing then you got weird things like uh, uncut gems or you've got uh rain over me or punch truck love you've got these oddities mm. that are out there but those are not you know him it's just it's just He's actually trying something. That's that's what irritates me about him. It's like the dude's got some talent, but he just doesn't use it. He's just lazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can what? be a good actor. <clears throat> Why have I disappeared off the? Um... You're back. Don't worry. Oh, mm-hmm. huh. I never I saw you go. Now. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it went black for a minute. I'm like in the slither. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice reprieve <laughs> for the audience, but unfortunately, he's back. <laughs> Audio was good, just the something like that. <laughs> um, GC on the on the website is mentioned Tom Cruise. I have him on the list. Um, yeah. Okay. He, he kind of. I mean, he he definitely. I think what he plays Tom Cruise, and basically his every one of his movies are he runs, and he does something <laughs> yeah. that should kill him horribly. The best acting he ever did was the uh, movie exec in Tropic Thunder. Yes. <laughs> it really is. And I don't say that to be funny. I mean, that was... No, no, no. He was but, unrecognizable yeah. as as any Tom Cruise role or anything in that. Tropic Thunder such a, is such a a shining gem in a sea of crap. How they managed to do that. You, and, you know, I, I want to bring say, that up. I want to bring that up later when we get into that other guy's video. Yeah, yeah, I figured you did. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, that is a very good one. Okay, who else is on the list there, Yoda? Ken Ken Jeong. Right. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Who is who? Who? What is he? What's he in? He's racist. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same to me. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> about. Uh, they. I think he was in Community for a while, and then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he always go. He's, he's always in that hangover guy as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He was in Hangover. Chow. And hangover movie. Yeah, he just threw on an accent, but otherwise he basically plays the same dude. Just yeah. this obnoxious yeah. guy. Hilarious. Uh, he does it very Asian. well. He <laughs> disavows. He does it very well though. He's really great at it. Uh Drew Barrymore? Kind of that kind of kind of that same bouncy, you know, optimistic, sunny kind of if, person. If that's the case then, her best role was in screen. <laughs> Could she die? Same, yeah. Same with yeah, she Cameron got killed. Diaz. Yeah, same with Cameron Diaz. I would put her in that too. Like, she, yeah, yeah Diaz Diaz did really good in uh, being John Malkovich. Yeah, well, they all everyone that we brought up has got one or two standout roles, though. You know, well, does Barrymore? No, but most of <laughs> Firestarter, man, ET, yeah. ET, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, kind of similar. She always plays Rachel from Friends. Oh, yeah. 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 There was one that she did. I'm trying to remember what it was called. I think it's called The Good Wife. It's way back in like 2002 or something. Yo, to put, uh, make me a mod on the YouTube chat so I can get rid of these three bo- uh, sex bots trying to con- convince oh, wait. Us. Let them leave a <laughs> link for us. <laughs> well, they already did. Go ahead and click on it before I... Before we get rid of it there. Um, okay, how do I do that? What's a virus? I've got a virus. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel on fine. That link. I feel fine. <laughs> Jennifer Anderson was quite good in Critters, though. 
you're modded. Was she in Creators? <clears throat> yeah. One of her first roles. One of her first roles. The yeah. first one? Or... But she funny was... enough, she played a young Rachel. She also played the sister in Ferris Bueller. And I know you're going to say, no, 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 that was Jennifer Grey. No, no. There was a TV show called Ferris Bueller in which she played the Jennifer Grey role that lasted for one season mm-hmm. on, really? and died. Yeah. 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 I oh, remember that. Because they made a big joke. That? Yeah. Yeah. They made a, a joke out of like the first episode. Was like she's Jennifer Grey and she'd had a nose job and they, they <laughs> like it come up in the episode. I never, I just remember it from the, from the. Cause didn't, oh no, Jennifer Grey played her friend in Friends, didn't she? Not her sister. Her sister was played by Christine Applegate in Friends. Oh, okay. Sorry. I never watched such a gay show like you. Well, Friends was alright when it was out. I was more of a Seinfeld fan than. No, I'm with than... you, George. Oh, Friends pretending was, you're Friends was pretty awesome. <laughs> Friends was pretty awesome at the day in the day. And it's still, yeah, it still has lie. some really funny stuff, but I, I'm not go- I'm not going to lie and pretend I was too cool. I liked it too. Yeah, my favorite uh, but... episode. Listen, my oh, favorite he's such episode... a Ross. <laughs> my favorite episode is the one with Ross wears those leather pants and he goes to that his date's house and sweats so much he can't he can't pull them back up and Joey's He's trying to give the him cream and yeah, yeah. And powder and all that stuff. I, I like when uh, Rachel tries to make the trifle the English dessert and sticks the pages together yeah. and sticks in like uh, brisket yeah. and onions and vegetables. <laughs> And, and everybody's like, this is the worst thing ever, except for Joey. He's like, what's that to like? Strawberries, good. Ice cream, good. Meat, good. <laughs> I, um, I I was a Frasier guy, though. That's That, to me, was the pinnacle. I liked it, too. Mid, All right. Of 90s sitcoms. That that was so smart and so well done. Yeah. I, I would have thought you more of a Sex in the City kind of guy, though, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, he's such a Samantha. <laughs> He's, that's Which the one first was thing she? I, I have actually no idea about that show. I don't. I've never watched. It. Uh, I don't know. I, she, I must admit, the only reason was, I know that line is because it's from another comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, he was in Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Get, getting back to the list, uh, Bruce Willis. Definitely nowadays. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, even back in the day, I, I, I mean, I even look at things like uh, Pulp Fiction and stuff. I was like. Does he really play anything that different than what he plays? You know. Good point. Good point. Mm. I mean, do you really yeah, feel somebody true? say recently? Didn't we have an article up saying that Bruce Willis was actually going loopy or something or other, and he's people are feeding him lines on sets and stuff with that yeah. Was Yoda, that was Yoda talking about the uh, red red state media or whatever guys talking media. about. Red, yeah, yeah. That's uh, pretty bad if it is. So they it's had probably... they had a big thing where they talked about how all the Bruce Willis movies are just trash and he's making all this money off of them and everything. And then right after the heat they did that, it kind of came out that possibly maybe, I don't know, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, that Bruce Willis may be having early onset dementia. Well, and sad. what he's trying to do is make, you know, like if he makes like 50 of these movies in a couple of years, or how many ever, and he gets paid a million bucks. He's, he leaves his kids, you know, a nice little nest egg, and he can retire and, you know, not have to worry about anything and uh, or pay for medical care, whatever it's going to take. And if that's the case, it's kind of like... You guys pay for medical care? You do too. You just don't pay for it yeah. the same way we do. I hate to break it to you, George. <laughs> you pay for it at gunpoint. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't because I don't earn enough. <laughs> so I don't pay tax. <laughs> 
don't pay taxes either, but it's not because it's caused very careful maneuvering of various things. So I don't, I don't know I don't, what's going. I don't know what's going on with anyway. Bruce Willis, but I do feel bad that a he doesn't feel like from his previous stuff that he has enough money to deal with this. If that's what the case is, and b yeah. that he's his his career is going out. I mean, this is John McClane, right? I yeah, mean, he doesn't. Yeah, like if he was a healthy man, there's no reason to do these movies because he, you know, he he's he has enough. Just chill. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a reason to do it. it like like Nicholas Cage and all those movies. It's you know tax problems and stuff like that but a guy like bruce willis it's like there's something else with that and, and that's that's sad too because I, I like bruce willis a lot i t- uh, speaking of that i don't know if you guys saw the 2018 death wish remake um and i got uh it. i did when it came out i, I, I did it, I heard, it i've heard good things it, and it, i've yeah, heard I, i've heard bad things from the right people yeah if you know what i mean good. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's pretty good it's got some really good stuff in it of course, he plays sort of his, you know, half phoned it in self, but not not as bad as he got later. But the movie's got some great stuff in it. Eli Roth, of course, always brings the gore, so that part of the movie's well, taken. We've been making fun of Bruce Willis for a better part of a decade for just phoning it in or looking like he doesn't care, kind of the Harrison Ford thing. Mm. But uh, you know, now if it's like, oh, this is what's happening to him now, I just I don't know, I just if. At this point, it's like making fun of Bruce Willis. If that's what's going on, I yeah, okay, we're done making fun of Bruce Willis for anything. Let him do whatever he's got to do, and let him ride off, you know, whimper out into the sunset. But what a sad way to end up. You got to admit, yeah. pretty Massive damn good career. career. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so we talked about Brad Pitt, uh, Vin Diesel. Definitely. <laughs> You know, early on, if you look back, I mean, early on, like in the early '90s, like when he did uh, Boiler Room, and he was in, he was in uh, Saving Private Ryan for a small part. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was clearly a guy who could act, and then he did Fast and Furious, and he's been basically mm-hmm. uh, family, yeah, family, family. Uh, he's been uh, Dominic Toretto forever, so um, he don't know how to do anything else now. On the other he's hand, greatest... he, he's also Groot, so throw that in there. Well, I was going to say for me, his greatest role was the Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah. So his voiceover roles is like a completely different yeah. Vin Diesel, a guy who could barely talk. He's going to take a character who can barely <laughs> talk and has a deep voice. That's that's a Vin Diesel then, voiceover role. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, Groot was hardly a stretch, was it? <laughs> It's amazing to me that they even had to hire somebody like him to do that. Like, you could have just found some intern and go, okay, we want you to just grunt, I am Groot, into that this is, thing. That is marketing on the poster. There's yeah, no other yeah. reason. Yeah. I mean, not that he was bad as Groot. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Does when, anybody know, actually know if he was Groot? Because they might have just put his name on a poster I, and seen, just not done anyone. I've seen the behind the scenes. He definitely was. And, uh, okay. You know, I'll give him credit. Like at the at the very end of the first Guardians, when he says "We are Groot," I'm like, going, "Yeah, we we are Groot, man." <laughs> like, okay, Vin, you got me on that one. God damn it! The best part of all that gag is the one where he's growing back up in the second one, and he comes into his uh, Chris Pratt teenage comes years. into his teenage room, and he's like, "Hey, Groot!" Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at me, acorns on you. <laughs> He played. He played baby Groot. He played adult Groot. He played teenage Groot. Maybe we're not giving him enough credit. I'm just saying. That's true. There's a wide because he has to do it all with three words. That's the only dialogue he's got. 
Daniel Day Lewis couldn't have pulled that off. No. <laughs> Actually, Daniel Day-Lewis, there's, there's another guy who plays the same role all the yeah, time. Yeah, dude has no flexibility. Him and Gary Oldman, hacks. <laughs> so, the Vin, that just stands for vindicated. You've been vindicated. Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Um, oh, yeah. He's such a non-entity to me, I don't even Yeah, I don't know if he's done it. I do like Behind the Ferns, or Between Two Ferns. The, the series he did of interviewing people and like ripping the piss out of them. They were quite funny um, with some of the stuff but because they really, would have a go in. It wasn't as much acting though, was it? No, I, no. I just find those very funny. But like you say, he was playing, well, I mean, he was obviously playing himself in them. But yes, I mean, he is somebody who just generally plays. What's he even being in? He was in those uh, those Hangover movies and then he was in that one with Robert Downey Jr. And I can't think of a thing hardly that he's been in since he I'm was sure in he... um, dinner for was it dinner for idiots no dinner for schmuck he was, he was yeah. in chief force why do i know about this movie because uh, <laughs> my kids were at that Nicholas age Cage was good in that no it was he in that yeah, yeah Nicholas cage was in g force the one about the oh the he hamster. was a vo- he was a voice about one of the hamsters that's right yeah um <laughs> yeah i know about that movie because my kids were at an age where that was the greatest movie ever made and <laughs> I watched it 753 times. And I so won. you liked it. You're saying you liked it too. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying they had to talk me off a ledge. Yes. Daddy, can we watch G-Force again? <laughs> no. I'll do it, kids. I'll do it. I don't care how much trouble you have right now. Uh, I remember enjoying the film when I watched it, but I've only seen it the once. So. It, yeah, Never it's... even heard of it. It's got it's talking animals kids, in it. It's just a kids. It's a harmless kids movie with a bunch of hamsters that are smart. Nobody gets the head ripped there's off. No, and it's there's short, no rape so. in it. There's no, no rape yeah, in it. So, no. Oh, I don't well, know. I think one of the hamsters not... might have raped another one. I don't know. It... <laughs> a lot of hamster rape going yeah, on. Hamster rape. It was that was that was kind of surprising. I was not expecting that in a G-rated film. But, that's you know. the European. That's the European unrated cut. <laughs> I, I often uh, like that sometimes you see memes of stuff like that I had a picture of um, it was a very hot woman in underwear but she was wearing a Halloween mask and it was kind of I think I've done only the wrong Halloween movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> hmm. don't, don't I, remember any of this, I this was, I thought this was Halloween 30 I thought they'd had that many sequels but you're saying <laughs> XXX doesn't mean that. yeah it's not, it's not part 30 <laughs> okay that was disappointing about the Vin Diesel movie Triple X not yeah, a bit of one sex scene in it. No nudity. No. I should. I thought about organizing a class action lawsuit about that. <laughs> I was going to do that against the never-ending story as well. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talk about some hour and a half. <laughs> I should still be in the cinema. <laughs> uh Jason Statham. Definitely, but he gets a pass on that though, because you know. Uh, I mean, with <laughs> him, we're not talking the... about whether you like it or not. Does he yeah, basically yeah. play the same person? In Absolutely, every... he plays J- He plays not only the same guy, but he plays Jason Statham in <laughs> yeah. the movie. The only thing with Jason Statham is, is when he tries to do an American accent, and it just—it's awful. I like—I quite like the Transporter, uh, the first one. I think it was maybe the first two, but his American accent is just a London person trying to do an American accent, and it just sounds awful. Why don't you try to do an American accent for us? Can you pull it off? Like, legit, no no joke, but can you really, can you pull it off? I, it's got to be better than my accent, accent you want me to do? I don't know, not mine, but 
I, I don't know do yours heard... if you want to. You like talking like this? This is how everybody talks like down there, isn't it? That's not even close. Ain't, ain't it? Ain't it? <laughs> I can do the New York accent because I've seen people right, do impressions okay, from people from New York. <laughs> I said be serious. I actually um, felt physical pain on that. I did too. <laughs> I, like, I, I mean, it's, it's different parts of America. I don't know. Um, I can do the Deep South like that. No, that's not even <laughs> see, close. See, the hardest no. one is the is the vanilla non-accent that I have. Yeah. It's the it's the, the, the very subtle one, the very bland, nothing accent. It doesn't have Midwest. a twang of the South. It doesn't have the posh of the English. It doesn't have the the kind of the uh, optimism of Minnesota. <laughs> doesn't have the annoying smug. Nobody can stand you, Yankee. It's the one they use on TV as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. that's why all the friends had no New York accents. Why they all live in New York, right? But they all yeah. sounded like they were from Omaha. Hey, I live in I live in uh, I live in a New Yorker. That's how they talk there. I I, honest, <laughs> I honestly think that uh, Johnny Carson was the the reason why that happened because when he came from Omaha and he had that same that same non accent that everybody wants because it doesn't it doesn't put you anywhere in the United States. You know, yeah. a Southern accent puts you it localizes you. This accent, no idea. I could be from anywhere in the U.S. Nobody knows. That's true. See, in the U.K., it's very different. You, I can immediately tell where somebody's from the U.K. Well, yeah, you can hear. You can hear too. That's what it, I mean. You know, he's not from the South. You know, he's not from Wisconsin. But you, you know, it's. I know he's not married to his sister. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> There's no guarantee about that regional either. So she stood me up at the altar. Um, <laughs> hey, Jesse Eisenberg. You know the definition of a virgin in West Virginia? Uh, a girl that can run faster than her brother and her dad. <laughs> They're weird over there. <laughs> Disavow. Right. So. <laughs> Just want, I just want to die. I just want to die. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, totally somebody who plays the same thing and everything. I did like him in, I think the first thing I remember seeing him in was Facebook, the social network. Yeah. But then ever since then, he has just played the same character. With the exception of, I will say, because I saw it recently, Vivarium. I have not seen that yet. Vivarium, I Is that love. the one with the you weird, uh, like it looks like a subdivision houses. and then you get, he, they're stuck in there or something? I've been yeah, it's it. I saw fantastic. The, I'll have to check it out. I saw the trailer and then it kind of fled my mind and with the, oh. with the pandemic and everything, I don't even know if it got a theatrical release. I'll have to look for it. It's, uh, it's one of those films that I have seen a couple of times now and I absolutely loved it more the second time. Basically, they go to look at a house and... The, the guy showing around suddenly disappears, so they try to drive out of this place, and they can't. And they just end up back in this house, and they get basically stuck there for what seems ever. And it just it's such a bizarre movie. It's absolutely brilliant. And what I love about it is, and it, this isn't a spoiler, but there's no explanation to what happened. It's, no, but it's, I, I totally get the symbolism. They're trying to say, you know, people who live, you know, standard Midwest lives are just trapped in what looks like an idyllic place, but they really just 
just want to get out and, and yeah, die. They want to the move to the city. Yeah. Uh, they want to move to Detroit. They have no real lives. They're just robots. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you obviously don't live out the, in, in any suburb. You know, we're not the ones <laughs> full of crime and drugs. I mean, not to say we don't have problems, but we're not the hellholes that New York is right now. So I feel like that mm-hmm. is. It looks like a good movie. New, I probably New would York's enjoy it. I always think it looks nicer. Well, Spider Man makes it look nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, actually, actually, I think I'm being mean to Hellhole. The very you should definitely check out. That I will check it out. It does look interesting. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I just. I disagree with his s- symbolic take on oh, this kind of thing. It's not like we Hollywood. Hollywood hates the the suburbs and the middle class and, and family and all that. Rural, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Danny McBride, definitely. Oh god, although I haven't I seen like him in much lately. Oh really? Like, yeah, he's, he's got a series on HBO called the the Gemstones, where he play. He's in a family that play. They're all like these, uh, you know, uh, big time hack. Uh, what do you call it? You know, they go around, and they preach, and then they heal you by putting their hands oh, on you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't he so also to... play on a long, long-running series where he was like a, a teacher or a coach yeah. or something? Vice principal. Yeah, Vice it was principal. Great, yeah. Okay. Very good series. Highly recommend. Uh, oh, no, I can't. I can't stand anymore. Oh, and I did want to mention taking a step back to Eisenberg. <laughs> yes, he pretty much plays the same unlikable douchebag in every one of his movies. That's anti-Semitic. How? <laughs> <laughs> Douchebag, uh, or unlikable. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> um, but what about Lex Luthor? I mean, I was going to make a joke about that, but then I thought, well, no, he really does kind of play uh, a different than he normally plays on that one. He seemed to be the only person having fun on that movie. <laughs> Everybody else was taking it way too seriously, I, I way too agree. dark just, and moody. He does not. He play was Lex just Luthor. having fun. I can no. never see bald-headed Lex Luthor shoving a Jolly Rancher in somebody's mouth like that. But um, again, you don't know the wrong films, does one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Paul Rudd. Definitely, maybe one of the worst defenders yeah. on the list too, as far as playing the. You know, what's himself. even worse is he's been doing it for the last seventy-eight years, and he still yeah. looks the bloody same. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I hate him, is because he never ages. I mean, stick to what you know, I guess. But I get yeah, being immortal. He must bathe himself in the blood of virgins every night. That's a lot of adrenochrome. <laughs> uh, we talked about John Wayne, Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, I don't Kevin find him Hart funny. It's... It always plays the same, excitable, screaming. Short he was in Jumanji guy. and um, Central Intelligence with The Rock. Oh, the black comedian guy? Yeah. Well, okay. comedian's stretching it. Well, I mean, com- He's definitely black, comedian, does that make it better? <laughs> I don't I don't hate him or anything. I mean, he's okay. I don't I don't go out of my way to... Like, if he's in a movie, it doesn't automatically like, oh, shit, Kevin yeah. Hart. I mean, he's fine. He's just... Yeah, I'm not he's always he's, the same yeah. guy. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking about here. Not whether you like him or they do a bad job at playing yeah. the same guy. Just that they play the same... Basically same the same guy. Uh, Will yeah. Ferrell... Oh, yeah. The same stupid no, adult man child. Never found him funny. Do you guys like that Stranger Than Fiction with him in it? I do like that, that's, and that's the one that yeah. stands out. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. Um, I liked Anchorman. I liked Ron Burgundy. I liked yeah. that whole thing, the first one. But yeah, after that, that shtick just got real old real fast. Yeah. 
And internet endless internet memes make the lifespan of stuff like that yeah. even shorter. I think yeah. I think what really blew it for was that stupid Step Brothers. I, yeah, I, I absolutely people love that movie, but that I movie. don't. I don't. Funny you know, enough, I, I've got to get a clip of that for my How to Make a DC Movie for the bit where there's are we best friends now? I think so. <laughs> you know, I mean, two guys and in their forties acting like teenagers <laughs> is is just poison to me i just like grow the, yeah. like and, and you know it probably would be are you talking about will ferrell or us he's talking about us <laughs> will ferrell I, like you could have done that maybe back in the 70s it would have been kind of a fun oddity but yeah. like we're surrounded by you know toddlers wearing adult skin suits every day all the time in real life mm. i don't need to see I, it in my look movies. at tiktok yeah or twitter or all <laughs> um yeah. Okay, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh God, that, that is the worst offender. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Deadpool is brilliant. I love Deadpool. It is. It is very funny. I love the fourth wall and everything else. But even like the Adam Project, which I watched the other day, I quite enjoyed it. But right, there is nothing new about what Ryan Reynolds is doing in any way, shape, or form. He is no. He is not stretching himself at all in any way. Oddly enough, Cecil uh, had a pretty had a few good things to say about his performance in that movie. So yeah, and he was, said he'd never seen um, Free Guy. I haven't seen the Adam Project yet. I plan to watch it here soon. Um, but I I saw I loved Free Guy, and I you know I kind of like Ryan Reynolds' shtick. I mean I I find him likable and, and I He's like a, his... yeah in moderation you know if he if he made in a movie moderation. like every every year or something you know you it would you'd get old faster yeah, right? yeah it, it probably would but I, I I I don't hate his shtick I like it. it it's kind of a throwback to the to the 80s snarky guy like a uh, Bill Murray or, or you know yeah he's de- yeah he would have definitely fit in back then I also he... I also like his his just his Twitter game is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my favorite quote of him is when he retweeted, he retweeted his wife, who um, was pregnant, and she sort of said, "Oh, I'm pregnant." And he goes, and he just retweeted her saying, "I did that." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this Twitter game's amazing, and and his and his complete um, commitment to screwing with Hugh Jackman is also awesome. So I mean, I I just I kind of like the guy, and. Yeah, he doesn't seem to. He, he keeps his mouth shut mostly about politics, from what I've seen. And, or when he does do it, he does it to take the piss out of somebody. So I, I, yeah. I, I guess that's part of it. You know, if you if you like the actor, you like his parts he plays. But I mean, I could go through a few more of these. Um, the Rock. Yeah, he does. Basically, he's. <laughs> I mean, funny enough, rock. his early career was pretty decent when he got into movies his early stuff was all right but now i think somebody posted a picture the other day and it was kind of like four versions of the rock and they were sort of saying this is three different movies yeah <laughs> four different movies you know and he was just he was just in a t-shirt in the jungle looking you know hard and yeah i think like i say i loved him in get shorty was it or be cool the the sequel be cool he was as the gay bouncer or the gay um Oh, uh, bodyguard. He was hilarious in that. But since then, everything he's done is just the same thing. It's the rush. Uh, yeah. Liam Neeson has had very good acting in his past, yeah. but now he plays old guy with a specific set of skills that's going to murder you. <laughs> yeah. 
these um, new ones out on streaming. And he's a, and and he's I'm, a terrible I'm, person that, you know, he's a disgusting human being anyway. Is he? Is he? Oh, God, yeah, dude. Uh, Just because he's Irish? No, because he's his <laughs> politics and his, his uh, yeah. You just haven't see, seen... I... No, I'm just saying, I see. I stay away from that. So I know I, you. I, know. I, I haven't but... heard that much from him. I know he got in trouble a while back because, like, there was a person that a friend of his that got beat up by a minority, a black person, yeah. I think. I don't know. And so he admitted that he was kind of got racist because of it, because a person of his got hurt, and he realized that, that was bad. And they said, "Well, it's too bad that you." realized it everything it doesn't matter because you shouldn't have realized in the first place and now you're awful and i was like going jesus he's trying to work out all these feelings and, and he had somebody hurt why are you going after him he's like i know it was bad i was saying that uh, you know this was 20 years or 30 years ago whatever it was um so i don't i don't other than that i don't know anything about his politics I just he's anti-gun so that means that he is uh, oh see yeah you, you got you got a you got a little bit of bias there so yeah uh jeff goldblum always the quirky guy oh yeah, always although he's gotten better at that i would argue oh he's leaned it, into it for sure yeah like oh, yeah, now that he's yeah. leaned into it i actually like him I mean, better you see him in, in invasion of the body statures he's he's like way dialed down right he, the, his best yeah. role and his best performance and i don't think this is going to come as a shock to you guys is when he's the rapist in the first death wish movie <laughs> wow, see, great yeah. rape thing great yeah. Rape scene. <laughs> uh yeah actually it does come as a shock to me <laughs> okay <laughs> That's the, oh, that's, right. that's what you gravitate to. It's I think we right know where you're. Uh... Rape is always shocking. You you know that sooner or later we are going to have a live stream of best rape scenes oh, of all time. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to persist until we get my until I have my. Didn't we always do no, that? Move, just movie ones, Sean. Just movie ones. <laughs> I want yeah. a full two hours uninterrupted. You remember that security cam on Fifth Street? That was awesome. <laughs> remember that time when I was? Remember that time my girlfriend got a little too drunk and passed out? Oh man! <laughs> yeah, and my webcam was left on. That was an awesome. Uh, Mark, so many Mark, hits it was great. Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Oh, yeah. Another disgusting human being. So that's he, my, that's tr- my list. Yeah, he. That's you kind of like hit most of mine too in that. I would say, uh, obviously, Steven Seagal, Charles Bronson. <laughs> so let me, yeah. let me Steven ask Steven Seagal run. He, he's got this really weird arm thing he when does, he runs. Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, I think that's like everybody in the world knows about that, right? His weird. weird. I, I didn't, yeah. but I believe it. I hadn't really if you go, if you look it up, you'll see memes of and when he runs, his arms just go really. This flop. very okay, so I'll look up Steven Seagal running. You look up Brad Pitt eating, and we'll <laughs> we'll come back next week and we'll discuss it for two hours. Madlink says the tree in Evil Dead is a great rape scene. I would, is it though? I mean, it's tree rape, but you know, I don't know. I always got the feeling the girl kind of liked it in that movie, so I'm not so sure. They gotta hate it. That's what makes a good rape. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The, the crying, <laughs> the crying and the blood kind of made yeah, me think that she didn't. But you know, hey, I spit on your grave. I guess it's, it's open fantastic. to interpretation. Love it. I spit on your grave. It's not as funny as the book, though. That's true. <laughs> so let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys. If if is is it that these guys don't stretch themselves, don't have range, or is it because once they become bankable a certain way? They can't get Just parts unless it. they do yeah. the yeah. thing that they do. Well, like, they become. I think they become. 
big stars because of their persona. A lot of it is personal charisma and the whole thing about them. And so people want to see that. So Robert Downey Jr. I think is a good you know illustration of it. it you know he become Tony Stark, and yeah. people like that so much that they want him just playing that. Hell, even in real, you know, they kind of want him to act like that in real life. And, um, you know, I think... I, ju- like... I just thought of another one. Michael Cera. Yeah. Yeah. Although I haven't seen um, him much lately either. Um, he, got so over, I... he got so overexposed, I think it almost hurt It, it hurt his career, yeah. I think. Cause it... Now, now I you, get, somebody... you get him when he can't get Eisenberg. I, I always remember <laughs> somebody saying that Michael, Michael Cera was just... He, he looks like somebody who's just managed to sort of wander onto the set and then they pushed him into the film and he's just too embarrassed to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> just say the lines. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, and just sort of too polite to sort of actually back out of how far he's got. So so my question to you is, how many guys that are top build can do different things and get Not away many. with it? I mean, like... Even De Niro and Pacino and some of these guys, they just they play the same basic thing these yeah. days. De Niro yeah. has played the same guy since Goodfellas, you know. Ex- Pacino pl- except Pacino- for Stardust when he played the gay pirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al Pacino's sort of played the same guy since Sin of a Woman. Yeah, you know, mostly. Exactly. Yeah, mostly. But, like I look at uh, Christian Bale, he can do a lot he, of different things. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he, he's a good he's actor. Like, I put him in the same. Maybe he's not as good, but I don't know. I, I argument could be made that maybe he is. But uh, you know, I think of him like as versatile as Gary Oldman and Daniel Day Lewis. You know, Gary like, Oldman's I, another one. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. See, he he'll do a lot. I would say. Him. See, I would say I'm, this is going to be controversial now, but I would say Johnny Depp because I mean no. he plays. I know. I think he plays really different. Roles yeah, you're at times. right. You're right. You he know? got stuck there for a while. He kind of got stuck as Jack Sparrow. It seemed like, but. <laughs> Um, you're right though, because uh, I was watching the Ninth Gate the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, man, this, even though you know Roman p- pedophile right. Polanski made this, it's I like that movie." Yeah, and, uh, I, I think this. I think he's got the Al Pacino, Robert De Niro syndrome. He was he does, great yeah. early in his day. He did a lot of great stuff when he was young and hungry. <laughs> now he's just content playing um, weird. He cartoons. can't get anything nowadays. What? what? He what can't get anything these days. No, not these yeah. days. But I mean, he's been yeah. he's been fine with playing some sort of cartoon character anymore. He has, yeah. yeah. He's played like this uh, hyper realistic version of him of uh, you know, like you say, the pirate, the the you know Jack yeah. Sparrow. He played the Mad Hatter. He played you know, Willy Wonka. It's all weird. Michael stuff. And um, Maddings has said Michael Cera was great in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't remember him in Brooklyn. I've never even seen also- that. Yeah. And he's also said Gary Oldman was great in Brooklyn. I don't remember those two that are in the, those two are in the same movie. That seems like it's some kind of crime. no, 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 no. That's, that's a TV, TV series. Oh, it's a TV series. It's a comedy cop show. That was with Andy Samberg, I think. I've never watched it. But I, I've heard good things. Do you know what? I have seen all of them a couple of times, and I quite like Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's quite funny. I don't remember seeing Michael Cera and Gary Oldman in it though. That's how good oh, Gary Oldman is. How you he could be anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he plays he that black guy. <laughs> yeah, you know his best. Let, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. His best role ever was Drexel from uh, True Romance. The pimp, oh, yeah. the pimp that thinks he's black. Yeah. yeah. That. Oh my God, that is. Because he's I got one love, eye missing as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's got like one eye. It's bad. I don't know. There's Leon. Everyone. That's pretty cool, but he is so over the top awesome as Drexel in True Romance. I, I, I mean, when I saw, 
I, I first became aware of Gary Oldman when I saw first I saw um, the Fifth Element, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> and then I saw Air Force One. I'm like, that's the same guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I couldn't believe it. He played what uh, uh, Sid Vicious and or yeah, yeah. That's Johnny Rock started oh, yeah. way back when. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's that good of a movie. You know, I I watched it years ago, and I, after he you know become, I, I you know, as my movie. Uh, you know what do you want to uh, more mature you know I was like yeah it's okay but I don't I could see it in him you know but looking at his later performances probably hurt my perception of that one because uh, you know and I don't know that much about those guys so that probably I didn't have much to to go by you know I guess I don't know just thinking of another one now George Clooney yeah he plays the same he, friggin' guy pretty much the same the same bloke as he played in ER. The With only the exception, movie... I suppose, of um, oh, um, Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> yeah, he. Was, I like that. I, the only movie besides Come that on, that he's been he in a, that I like. He had a star making turn in Batman and Robin. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I mean, he's, he was so good they off. couldn't even continue the franchise. That's right. That. He broke the mold, well, baby. No, the problem with that movie was is the nipples. It just puts you right off his performance. That's what just it was. staring at the nipples. <laughs> I really liked uh, the Quiet America. Or, or the American, the one where he's a like a hitman in Italy. And it's from about ten years ago. No, guys, could... It was a very small movie. You he don't hasn't did you done guys that see much it? Much recently, either has he? Yeah. Has he been around? He's, he's no. probably gotten so he's either a gotten so expensive that nobody wants to hire him, or two he he's on the verge of getting me tooed. So he's like, kept it. he was. He was I, in I don't think there was. Of, I I think there's no more George Clooney role than his o- Ocean's Eleven. But I really yeah. liked him in the. I can't remember what it was called. There was two of them I liked of his a lot. One of them was Up in the Air. And oh, yeah. then there was the, I think it's Michael. I know what you're Michael talking about. Michael Collins or something like yeah. that. No, but he, where he's like a, a fixer. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then about. there's uh, another one they did. And I, again, I can't remember it. Uh, I think it's called The Descendants. And it's where he's in Hawaii. And he's he's a native Hawaiian because he's he was born there. And there's this weird thing with native, but he owns some land, I guess, and it's worth a lot of money. And they, they're the descendants of people who have who have been there. But most of it is just him dealing with his daughter, trying to, you know, and her and her idiotic boyfriend and things like that. And it's been you a while since I, it's really good. It's actually it really good. It's one of those, it it's one of those quirky dramas, but it's good. It's really good. Maddings has just said that I could never finish Batman and Robin. Isn't that the one with Brendan Fraser and Alfred from Batman Begins? Brendan Fraser's not in Batman and Robin. I don't think he's even said anything publicly about Batman. <laughs> That's how far away from that. Manning, I think you should probably stop drinking this early of an evening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the mummy you're thinking of. Yeah. That's was not like Michael, Batman. Was Michael Caine in The Mummy? No. Well, there was a guy. Okay, Google Brendan Fraser and Michael Caine. See what we get a cross section there. What movies they were in together? I think he's he's Michael Caine's British. So there was a British guy in the Mummy. So he's probably getting them confused because they all look the same. I don't know. It was Jonathan Hannah. He was Scottish, not well British, I suppose. But yeah, he was from Scotland, which is the same thing as England. Just in case, uh, what's his name? Um, McLeod is watching this. <laughs> I'll tell you what somebody's account, somebody's account on the website just got deleted 
<laughs> um, no, another, another one always plays the short fella, Peter Dinklage. I know it. You think there's something to do, to <laughs> do something like that. <laughs> uh, uh, excuse that me, really excuse me, joke. point of order. He played a giant in Avengers. A giant quiet dwarf. <laughs> a giant. He was still pretty damn tall, as I recall. Knock Thor around. His best role was in Knights of Bad Aston. I'm telling you, yeah. that, that's really is. Yeah, that is, that is a great movie. That is fantastic. Dicklish is a guy who's actually a, a very versatile actor, and he also seems like a complete asshole in real life. So, yeah. well, Do you know what? He had a whole rant the other day about the whole Snow White and Seven Dwarfs things, and a, a load of a load of dwarf people were sort of saying, great, thanks for putting it. So Peter Dinklage yeah. is playing, is it going to be in a movie on the IMDb called Dwarf and he plays the dwarf? <laughs> you know? I know. And all the, all the, all the, uh, the, the little people actors are like, we already got fucked out of Lord of the Rings. You want to shut up? Thanks, thanks a lot, Peter. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. That would be quite funny to see a fight. I think my favourite line in that, there was a um, comedy show over here called Phoenix Nights with a guy called Peter Kay, who's brilliant. And uh, he, there's a bunch of dwarves get out of a van because they just won a football match. And um, Peter Kay's character looks at him and goes, how far away are they? <laughs> <laughs> it's and then they, end, they end up getting beaten up. Yeah, they go, I've just looked it up. He's in a movie called The Dwarf and he plays The Dwarf. So that I got to well, ask, how many... Stretch. How many dwarves do you think you could beat up at one time, George? <laughs> like if you had like seven or eight of them. Not magical dwarves, is just regular, um, regular dwarves. Is, is this a boxing match or street for street rules? Well, you can, you know, anything other than a gun, anything below a gun or your I mean, fist. two at the most because I could hold them at arm's length and they couldn't hit me. So, you know, there's that. Would you like <laughs> to see that little like, arms going? <laughs> would you like kick them like it was a soccer ball? I mean, you know, push comes to a shove, then yeah, probably would. You know, I mean, <laughs> I would just, I would just like, you know, I, I'm thinking that I would want like a a chain, and just, you know, you could you could run away from them because they've got little legs. Oh, or you could stomp their little feet. <laughs> How do we get away with this? <laughs> Yoda's like disavowed himself from the screen. I, I, I've got, I've, I put you guys on a two shot. I'm out of this one. <laughs> Do you know the ultimate humiliation was you'd be like you would you would like threaten them and bully them and then make them put on like little baby gowns and stuff to humiliate them, <laughs> like a bonnet. No, I, I, I dress them up in little hats and call one one dopey and one happy <laughs> and one sad and one sneezy and. <clears throat> That's the whole joke, isn't it? Uh, you know, I was in a car accident and the bloke got out and he was a dwarf and he said, I'm not happy. I said, well, which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey <-o. laughs> I can't I believe you right laid us down this road. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> anyway. So, um... <laughs> Movies. Let's talk about let's talk about anything else right now, please. Back. Sorry. I had I had quite the build up of, of, of snot, so I had to blow my nose. I apologize. I thought there was like doors pounding on the door now after that. <laughs> no, no, no. They're only downstairs, he's fine. Um, <clears throat> um 
so, so you guys want to move on to the uh, Call Me Chato guys um, YouTube? Or are, you, are we done with the same yes, guys? Yes, Mother of God, let's move on. <laughs> Any, anything else? Yes. Okay, how can we offend him? He's very bold, isn't he? <laughs> He's got um, some weird-looking glasses. He is incredibly insightful uh, from what he said. The well, he thing, a, let, Let's wait, explain, wait, explain who this is. Yeah, yeah. So he apparently was some um, TV, Hollywood uh, TV executive, producer or something? Hollywood executive, yeah. Yeah, Hollywood executive. So he said, he, he he said his job was to lie to the people making the movie and <laughs> lie to the people funding the movie in order to get things done. Yeah, That was pretty yeah. much his job. He was the go-to. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, his words. That's not that's not paraphrased either. That's that's like almost a direct quote. Yeah. And he's got a YouTube channel, and he talks about some uh, Hollywood insights lately. Um, and recently, he did a movie or he did a video called uh, "Was It Wise Hollywood a Black Hole?" I believe is the title of it. I sent it to you guys. And um, he 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 people ask him, he's like, "Why does everything suck?" Or blah blah. And he he says that uh, Hollywood makes movies for other Hollywood. Shit bags, basically. We're, we're not why, the audience. Everybody yeah. in their circle is the audience. Yeah. So what am I going to make to please somebody else? Yeah. So he makes the argument like all these movies about filmmakers. There's why there's so many character, so many movies get approved that are stuff like Once Upon a Time on Hollywood or um, what's another one he uses? Uh, get Shorty, I Singing think is in one the of rain. them. He goes back that far. Singing in the yeah. rain. Yeah. Um, the player. Like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Judy Garland and uh, and Mickey Rooney always kind of turn this barn into a theater. Yeah, <laughs> and he. I like, like the thing that yeah. he said about the the other video that he put up about um, how modern Hollywood hates Kirk, Captain Kirk, and how he said that the original Star Trek was but uh, you know a group of people who were great at their job and they were out there exploring, whereas nowadays the people on the Enterprise are all escaping their past of some reason and they all have to tell everybody what their sexual preference is, like any of that matters. You know, no, at no point in the original Star Trek, I mean, I know there was episodes like where Spock had to go back to Vulcan because he was horny and <laughs> things like that, but that kind of, that was it. You know, whereas these days it's kind of, you know, every character has got to mention that they're bi or gay or straight or fancy tribbles or whatever it is. And again, it's just it's this whole Hollywood woke thing. I really struck a chord with me when he said that. He he's yeah he's got some great insights and he's much better. Than, <laughs> what's you know? what's the name of his channel? Either of you guys got it up. Call there? call me Chato. Um, chat. I think it's spelled C H A T O. Is the name of his channel? Is the name of his channel? I, I was going to ask if if there was a way to if you could pull some of it up there or something, but uh, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> Even though we agreed on the topic two days ago, because you we didn't agree on top of all the technical stuff. You, somebody pulled the pulled the ripcord and, and tapped out of this thing, and now we've had to scramble to find a goddamn oh, yeah. topic. Thanks a lot, C- Cecil. I hope you enjoy your new burnt down home. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's funny because the kind also of mentions... attitude that will get him back on, right? <laughs> That's how he never watches this. Um, I'll burn down uh, his doghouse if he if he doesn't come on. Yeah. That call me chatter also mentioned about James Woods. How James Woods isn't being employed anymore yeah. because of political affiliation, which I, again I I had no idea about. And, you know, it really kind of spoiled the <laughs> James, video for me. James right? Woods is a vicious bastard on Twitter. Yeah, and it's it is. <laughs> a masterful takedowns of everybody it's a wonder i mean oh, really? 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's, you can hear you can hear the hallelujah chords every time mm-hmm. he goes after somebody. I, he's so things. good at it that he's been banned from Twitter a couple of times. So that, oh, that he? Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, his disclaimer at the end of the video about James Woods, I thought was a little, uh, you know, he really cucked out on that. I think he should have. You know, I there mean, was no reason to that. I, I, th- I again, he just doesn't like James Woods' politics. Fine, but he also identifies where the problems are. He's not a lunatic, obviously. He understands where the problems are and, and what a bubble. And I, I said this a long time ago. Hollywood is stuck in their own bubble uh, for so long that they just don't understand. They, they write they write for themselves. And they write mm. this stuff because everybody around them is, is echoing back to them. Yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, those people. Yeah, the manga, blah, blah, blah. It's just, they hear nothing else. They, they, they've they never got out of it. And it's just gotten thicker and thicker and thicker as time has gone on. And you bring in... And, and, and I think the bubble encircles politicians and the media. Because Rush Limbaugh used to say, politics is showbiz for ugly people. Yeah, <laughs> and that's true. Yeah, yeah. He also said yeah. feminism exists so ugly women could get dates. Yeah, <laughs> which is true. And and the, and the and the and the media, the the journalism, the media, all that is for is showbiz for people who can't act. Because usually there's pretty beautiful people on on the talking head shows and stuff, but they can't act or they don't have any talent, so that's how they get their fame. But they all suck each other off in this thing. That's all I they put did. The, I put a link to his new video that we're discussing in the chat on uh, YouTube there if you wanted to click on it or if you was, one of you guys was hunting for it. Oh, I found him on the Slack thing, but yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I, I will put I will I will put it in the um I will put it in the in this video. It's I do find it's amazing with like him and a few other people, um, particularly comes to mind as like the critical drinker, how they completely understand what is going on in Hollywood, but Hollywood is just completely oblivious to the whole thing. They well, just, of they, they, they are. you know, they yeah. just By do design. not have a clue. By design. They don't, they, they are the equivalent of sticking your fingers into your ears and going, bah, 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 you know, <laughs> that's what, the, yeah. that's, that's their whole mentality. Like I said, they're children wearing adult skin suits. Emotionally, they're stunted. Um, we got I got another video coming up here soon. I know you guys are still uh, butthurt about it, but I talked to Eggie uh, about Star Trek, and I what I mm-hmm. wanted to get into is not the the results or even the politics, although that obviously came up a little bit to illustrate points, but was trying to get into the psycho analytics of why these people are the way they are, and this was before I'd watched that video. Um, uh, of this guy's channel of, 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 you know, the incestuousness of, of Hollywood, but, uh, you know, trying to understand, you know, how, how can they write things like this? Why can't they understand what, you know, Star Trek was originally all about? Why don't they understand Western values anymore? You know, free speech and all that kind of stuff. It's like this kind of stuff was always baked into all the stories. Even, you know, it's, they were always baked in this underlying foundation. And that foundation has been ripped away. And now they're they're pushing stuff that's just it's antithetical to human nature. It's Well, I was going to say, it's kind of like I never understand how rich people need more money. You know, that you know, you've got, I mean, like Jeff Bezos is worth 
you know, absolutely it's not about, billions. It's and not it's about just, the money. If you've it's got that much, why, why do you need more of it? It's a, tool, it's a tool for power. Yeah, it's power. It's not. It's it's money. a social thing. It's a being on top. It's being the be- biggest, and you know, the money is a tool to get you there. Um, there's a lot of rich people you never hear about. Um, and you can pay not to be on the list. <laughs> yeah, but no then bad. there's people. You know, I mean, what's the difference between Jeff Bezos and some billionaire you've never heard of? Jeff Bezos has to be in the limelight. I'll, I'll yeah. put Trump in that category. The guy Absolutely, just cannot yeah. get yeah. away from from. You know, being in front of people and, and and getting people to adore him, or he just he just feeds on it. Or even even the hate, he he, he thrives on that yeah. as well. He's yeah. got he's got he. The worst thing you could do to Trump is ignore him. Yeah, he doesn't care they, whether you're you're shitting on him or loving him, but ignoring him would be the thing to really hurt. Trump. And and the beauty of it is, he knows that they will never ignore him. Yeah, no, they can't help yeah. themselves. Yeah, they can't because they it. are the same type. They can't they can't be ignored either. You know, people who who constantly go on about Trump, people who dedicate their entire Twitter to Trump, are also look at me people. So then, when you think of it, that with Hollywood, the way that they are and the way that they behave, it's the same mentality of, you know, they need to be right and they need to be loved and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 again, spoilers, but I kind of chucked it up to that. That it really comes down to two things: insecurity which is really fear and mm. laziness. I mean, you know, yeah. you encapsulate those two, you know, at, at the base of most of these people and you'll, you'll kind of get to understand why they think the way they think or why they say some of the things that they say. Cause they clearly, like I, I was, you know, Mark Hamill screams gay 57 times on his Twitter. It's like, okay, Mark, you didn't read the bill in Florida or you <laughs> did and you're lying about it. There is no third choice here. Yeah. So either you're lazy and incompetent or you're a liar. Yeah. Uh, but there's a little bit of both probably in his case. To be honest with you, with a guy like that, I'd say it's 50, 50 either way. I I really would because it's like, it it could be completely lazy or they could be completely, complete liars. I don't know, but I'm not going to say, I really can't tip it to one side or the other. And I'm being generous. I think. Yeah. I I mean, I, Yeah. Some of them, I think, straight up lie. Like, they know better. They do. But it's a propaganda effort. Yeah. And, and, but then you got idiots like him who are in, in their own little world and of yes men and stuff, and they just don't bother. Somebody they know or they see something on, uh, and they're like, oh, oh, that's it. That's the way it is. Oh, I'm not going to bother to check myself or anything. And now, I'm going to virtue signal because it feels good to virtue signal. Now, what's interesting about what this guy said is that uh, the crew aren't like that. Which would make sense because the crew are never in front of the camera and they don't have enough clout as a producer or director to end up on mm. an award show, right? So they they have jobs they need to get done. Even special effects guys, stuff like that, they have technical jobs they need to get done. So they may, they may parrot some of this stuff just to keep their jobs because they don't get paid yeah. enough and they don't have enough clout to, yeah. you know, buck the line. But yeah, in I mean, private, they're like probably getting home and just drowning in a bottle of whiskey going, God, I hate these people. <laughs> yeah, I think the comic book industry is like that. There, until recently, until this comic book or comic skate thing started and people started leaving DC and Marvel, you thought all of them were, you know, far left kooks that wanted to, no. you know, but but as they leave, and they're like, oh, God, let me tell you guys, man, you know. <laughs> 
So Ethan, of- Ethan Van Scriver was one, and there's some others. I, I'm looking at what Daily Wire is doing, and they're trying to build a movie studio, in essence, TV and streaming and everything. Mm-hmm. And Eggie and I kind of disagreed on this. I said that long-term, <laughs> that's good, that they're going to build... And what really got me started on this was looking at um, the Harry's Razors fiasco. Are you guys familiar with that? I know Harry's right. Razors, but I don't know okay. what did they do. Harry's Razors. Okay, you remember Gillette? Gillette. Gillette has been just completely yeah. woke. They put out that ridiculous thing about how men are crap. Boys that, can be boys. Yeah. yeah you know, your, your main customer base, you just insulted. <laughs> <laughs> Bold move there, Cotton. Uh, so <laughs> Harry's Razors came out, and they were kind of like trying to be a more economical way, a better razor that you know than just the Chic and Gillette. And they advertised on the Daily Wire. One kid, a fourteen-year-old kid, at least this is what I've heard so far. I uh, he he put on. He had like two followers on Twitter and he said, hey, Harry's, why are you advertising with somebody that hates trans people? And Harry's immediately said, yep, you're right. Daily Wire is a bunch of bigots and we're not advertising with them anymore. And Daily Wire's like, what the what the F, you know? It's like, yeah. if you don't want to advertise with us, that's fine. Nobody's, you know, you, you, you could advertise with whoever you want. You can choose to advertise with us or not. They didn't have a problem with that. But shitting on them publicly, making a big stink about it, that kind of yeah. pissed them off. So the guy who runs the Daily Wire, he he put out, he's been working for a year, and he just had what I would call the greatest commercial ever made uh, for his new Jeremy's Razors, you know? And the crux of it was, it's like, it's like these other companies hate you. And, well, we don't love you. We'll be happy to take your money. <laughs> yeah. And I, to the point that I signed up, because I've got, I want to start shaving this anyway, because it's getting hot. Uh, but... I, you know, you, you didn't have much of a choice to do business with some of these companies because the companies are the ones giving the product. But now yeah. I have an actual alternative for for razors. I don't have to buy from Harry's. I don't have to buy from Gillette. It's just a blade that cuts hair. It's not too difficult. If he wants to put out mm. something that isn't going to treat me like I'm a piece of shit, then fine. I'll buy from him. And Daily Wire is now put, also creating entertainment. They've put out a few movies. They're trying to build... Uh, a movie studio. The problem is, is that they're all going to have to build distribution channels. They may have to build their own streaming service. You know, it's going to take a long time. And not but, only that, but they're also doing it against the whole setup that Hollywood has. Right. As well. They have to. They have to build all the infrastructure and everything. Yeah. They're not going to be able to distribute something through 20th Century Fox. Yeah. You know? But I believe, and I think they will through they, Disney. Oh, no, they won't. <laughs> Sure they will. Sure they will, George. Sure they will. But I'm thinking it may take decades, but as as they grow and more and more people go to them and get sick of all their IPs getting screwed, Mm. that sooner or later these companies are gonna start failing. And and it's and I I liken it to like climbing up to the top of a mountain and jumping off, you know? It's gonna take Mm. you forever to get to the top of that mountain. But getting down the bottom is gonna go real quick. And well, they, when they, we get they got to the, these ESG stuff, they think will will, will right. you know save them. Yeah, so it's only that environmental social governance, and it's uh, too much to explain here right now. But we'll touch on it some other time. 
Okay. So I think that these movie co- these movie studios are going to lose money, and eventually, in a last ditch effort to save themselves, they're going to sell off some of these IPs to to get some capital, right. and then they'll sell them to a Daily Wire, or they'll sell them to <coughs> some, some new outside the Hollywood bubble system. And the last movie the, yeah, and more and more of the. I mean, we've seen Gina Carano go over there. We've seen, you know, more and more of these people that are getting work over there, talented yeah. people. Right, we see these third-party comic places, and like I said, it may take decades, but when it falls, I think it's going to fall very quickly. That's my that's my theory about what's going to happen with entertainment. Unfortunately, the next twenty years is still going to suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, with it, it is nice that Hollywood. I mean, like with Gina Carano, that you know they sort of said, "Right, you're out of here. You're never working again." But there are still companies out there that are going, "Yes, you will." <laughs> You know, I know you lot don't like her, and she's not in that little bubble anymore. But there are other, not other bubbles, but I mean, there are places outside of that bubble where people can get work. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and but- and as they lose money, I mean, it's just a slow roll. It's not going to happen immediately. I mean, there was a time when IBM owned the PC computer market. Yeah, and then they they kept going and kept going, but when they fell, they fell hard. As far as that goes. And they were out of it within just a few years. Wait a minute, but but Blade Runner showed me a future where they still existed. <laughs> I saw it in these big advertisements. You mean Atari? I no, thought Sony. IBM. I thought IBM. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but I mean, they, you know, it's kind of the Atari syndrome, right? That's that's you kind of make up my point. It's like they thought, you you know, these companies, they you think they're going to be there forever until they're not, and sooner mm-hmm. or later, there's only so they, much money. People are going to choose to spend their money say, on other things. And like you say, that they've got that whole thought of power, that they've got the control over it and everything else. But the more, and to quote um, Princess Leia, the tighter the grip, the the more the system slip through their sip fingers. Yeah. You know, because like you say, it won't take much to topple them up at the end of the day, even with all that power and money. I mean, I could see Star Wars, some of these others, finally ending up in a different company. I don't think that it can't happen. I mean, these licenses, they change hands all the time. Um, you know, the bigger ones, obviously, they stay around a lot longer. But hmm. if if you keep screwing these things up, if you keep giving us, you know, Last Jedi's, if you keep giving us yeah. Star Trek Discovery, if you keep giving us that insane, you know, Jonathan Kent flying in the intersectional day parade with, the, with Clark and Lois holding up that ridiculous flag... You 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 gotta lose these things. Wait, you didn't things. like that? Weirdly, weirdly enough. Yeah. Let's talk about sarcasm, George. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think these IPs are still valuable. They're just in the wrong hands. You you yeah. bring them back and you do them right, and you get somebody that actually respects the property again. They'll, they'll you know they'll come back. Uh, we saw it with the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. So. I think it's it's funny that you say that. I mean, that's again, that's something that really resonated with me was the fact of just respecting the property that you said about Nicholas Mayer with um, uh, the Wrath of Khan that, you know, he wasn't a huge Star Trek fan, but he respected the property. And because of that, he made a great movie out of it. Well, and And he wasn't lazy. He sat down, he watched all 93 episodes. Did he? Back to back. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he did that before he took on the movie. So he really understood Star Trek by the time he got done. What's that? Oh. I, 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 
I I wanted to make sure you got your snarky joke in there, Sean. If you no, no, I was just go, like, go on, Sean. Go on, painful that. I was just like, oh, that would be painful. That's all. There's a few episodes that would be painful. You're right, but I mean, I you know, he made great, and and he had a lot of input on the ones they didn't direct. I, you know, like with Star Trek Four and yeah, uh, you know, and and three. So I mean, he, you know, the first one was is terrible though, isn't it? That that Star Trek movie, the original cast movie. Man, oh, underrated, still, underrated as hell. Uh, I like. I it. still like I, it. I, gotta, I love Robert Wise. I'll be right though. back. Phil. I'll be right back. That's Carry on. I I love Robert Wise though, so I, I I give it a pass. I'm quite interested to see the whole director's cut. Have you ever seen? Um, it? No, I've only seen. I only ever seen the original. I've never seen the director's cut. No. I have the director's cut, but when they did it, they did it in 480p. <clears throat> they did all the effects and everything in in 480p because it was DVDs back then. Came out in 2001. Right. So they've never remastered it until now, uh, but right. I think I think the director's cut. I mean, is it slow and everything? Yeah, but I I really like the movie. I think it's got some good ideas in it, and I think it's um, I think the director's cut I, helps helps it tremendously. I I genuinely love Robert Wise. I think the guy is absolutely brilliant. But I think the problem is is he changed the tone just that bit too much for what was the original TV series to the movie, there's quite a jump in tone of everything. You think? Where, I think I think it's yeah. the most Star Trek of all the Star Trek movies. Oh really? Yeah, I feel like it I feel like it has that vibe that, you know like all the other ones are far more personal to the crew in some way. You know? I mean I haven't seen the original TV series for many, many years. Any of them, to be perfectly honest, I probably should sit down because there's only about three seasons in there. There's not, it's not a lot of them, is it? No, it's three seasons. The third <clears throat> season, at, third seasons when things really get rocky because they did, they stopped. It only got a third season because they got more fan mail than they ever had. They were kind of shocked by it, but they kind of cut <laughs> its budget. They moved it to Friday nights. You know, this is the sixties, yeah. so nobody's at home on Friday nights. And, but, but uh, with it. Yeah. For me, the original series, from what I remember, was, and I say this with all due respect, quite hammy, you know, in in, in the whole, you know, there's four people beaming down to the planet, there's Bones and Kirk and Spock and Davis, <laughs> you know, and you know, you know Davis is not going to be Ricky. coming back. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. um, but, I mean, the movie to me is, I think it's a very different tone to 2, 3, and 4, um, in the way that it's it done, it's much, yeah, you know. But I think, I think it for me, like I say, you have the TV series, and from what I remember, the TV series is more like two, three, and four than it is to one, is the way I see it. Uh, I actually say it the opposite because yeah. all the other movies, I think there was a little bit of that in Star Trek, the motion picture, but not nearly as much. It was more about how they related to Starfleet getting back into their jobs and getting back into the swing of things. Um, I mean, it even ended kind of like a, a normal Star Trek episode, you know. Hey, I yeah. think we got this off to a good start. You know, that little coda that they always had at the end. Whereas Star Trek Two, you know, you had Kirk. It was all about Kirk dealing with his age and discovering his son and regrets and loss from getting yeah. older, right? Star Trek Three was all about the crew trying to find Spock and sacrificing their careers. Very personal stories. Star Trek yeah. Four was, yes, saving the planet, but also them kind of, you know, especially 
Kirk and Spock, you know, trying to get Spock to remember more of who he was and the relationship that they had um, as they move forward and, and, and becoming a close knit family again. Um, five was again, a lot of personal stuff in there when the, the best part about five was when he got him to remember their pain and got yes. to know them much better, you know, and you, you got that wonderful scene in the career. I don't I want to lose my pain. I need so my pain. I think Sean is great. I don't care what you say, Yoda. Oh, he's back. Um <laughs> Sean knows. Sean knows how I feel about him. Um I just always felt that like in the TV series, they always were quite jovial in the way that they were done, whereas the motion picture is a much more serious movie. I don't think there's a single joke in there at all, is there? What are you talking about the first Star Trek movie still? Yeah. There there's a few minor moments of situational the humor. The bald headed chick. That was funny. Yeah. There was some situational <laughs> humor. And usually there there was a lot of very serious Star Trek and maybe they might have a joke in the coda or something, but a lot of it was very serious. Some of it was you know, mm. downright like horror. And uh and then like you know the best episode, The City on the Edge of Forever, is just a gut punch throughout the whole thing there's there's a little bit of humor situational humor when they end up you know fish out of water stuff um but it's mostly a very serious and and uh tone to the whole to the whole episode so no i i think it i think it Mm. felt more like more like star trek than the others did not that the others didn't um but they are a a different feel for me i would have to say that my my favorite out of to say that series of the first five, I'd say that four is probably my favorite, mostly because I still remember seeing it with my dad in the cinema. Which and one so, is that? I mean, if that's whales. one of the whales, where they go back in time. A lot of people say that. I uh, don't like it much. I guess I, th- I always thought people liked it because they liked the idea of those characters interacting with the in current day. I thought that was well, sort of what two and about. three were pretty, were pretty serious as well. I mean, they had some yeah. heavy shit happen to them in both of those. They killed so Spock. They, they killed Spock. They <laughs> Spoiler. killed Kirk's son. Oh, sorry. Um, Spock doesn't, <laughs> Spock doesn't quite make it to the end. Uh. <laughs> oh man, the death threats they got at that time. Um, mm. So they wanted to lighten things up for the voyage home, you know, but it's still, I, I, I think I think Voyage Home doesn't get as much praise as it should because there's no bad guy in that. And that's like one of the few treks that doesn't have oh, yeah. a villain. Yeah, the yeah. whalers are the bad guys. If Evil. you could call it, that's the closest you could come. But I mean, they show up for one second. They're more like a like an obstacle Human to, to be the bad overcome. guys. Yeah, yeah. That that old chestnut. Humans were the worst monster out of all. Everybody but yeah. Greenpeace was the villain. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, in the 80s, that wasn't... I mean, Japanese are still killing... <laughs> still, Fuck your whales! <laughs> yeah, they still eat them, yeah. Really disavow. They yeah. say it tastes uh, really good. Yeah, that was very racist, by the way. <laughs> that was, a South, that was a South Park. You see the South Park where they're always going to... He, <laughs> he, he learned to speak Japanese from Licorice Pizza, the guy at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I... I I think they kind of took a big risk there. I mean, they weren't on the Enterprise. They didn't have any of their uniforms. They go back in time to save whales. Double dumbass to you. Yeah. 
I mean, they had, and it all works. It somehow all works, and it's really the most bizarre one of, of the of the four. Metaphors. You know, my favorite scene from that is when uh, Scotty's trying to sit down and use that computer, and, and the guy's like, "I'm here to pick computer," and he picks it up. No out. computer. <laughs> Why don't you just use the keyboard? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> Quaint. No, I think I think what's unintentionally funny in that is he just gets on the Mac and he begins randomly banging yeah. keys. <laughs> He's just doing. He, like, he looks like a toddler at, at a xylophone. Yeah. Bang, 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 I, I always hate yeah. the fact that people type Transparent on the screen. Aluminum. Then graphics come up on. You know, they type on the keyboard, but graphics come up on the screen. Yeah, that's never happened ever. <laughs> it's, it's 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 like a thousand monkeys and a thousand keyboards can come up with Shakespeare, or they one Scottish with... monkey at a Mac can come up with a transparent aluminum. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, yeah. which. Which we say, which Twitter has shown is not true. Hi all. <laughs> but I mean, Sorry, I, was, yeah, yeah, well, I, I, I think I really I think like those... the last one of that of that series too. The the undiscovered country. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, five I is do, the only my favorite, real. My favorite line. My favorite line in that is, "Excuse me, why would God need a spaceship?" No, <laughs> no, no, that's, no, that's, that's Final one... Frontier. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh my god! Country, country is when we beat the Russians. I can't believe you didn't know that, George. Oh my god! Somebody Hang clip on. Oh, that. Oh, is that the one with um, what's her name? Um, Michelle Forbes plays the Vulcan. No, Who's... it's not Michelle Forbes. It's the chick from uh, Sex in the City. Oh, um, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall yeah. plays the Vulcan. Yeah. Right now, I remember that one now. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I was thinking of. I you was know. Thinking of this. You know what their biggest mistake was that they didn't have the balls to do it, and they should have, which would have made that movie so much more awesome, is to bring back Robin Curtis and and put her in the Valeris role and make it Savic. That would have. I think that that would have been ballsy, but it also would have been. It would have. It would. You would not have seen it coming. As yeah. a teenage male, Savic was was yes. Which one? <laughs> Um, in in Star Trek, no, no, three. which actress? Robin. Oh, um, same one. Savitt was the same actress in both of those movies. She was in. She was. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was Kirstie Alley in Star Trek too. No. Oh, it, well, no, oh yeah, that was, was Savitt. No, Robin. Robin Curtis was it in the second one? Robin Savick was Kirstie Alley in Star. Jesus, I got to school both of you people. I didn't know that uh, that was uh, supposed to be. I thought that was Kirstie Alley was Savick in Star Trek Two. She left the role yeah. and got replaced by Robin Curtis in Star Trek Three. And then in Star Trek Four, she had a minor cameo, and they played around with the idea that because she had uh, Pon Far with uh, Spock in Star Trek Three, that she was that pregnant with his son. But they decided that. Means, that. <laughs> that means they, they did, did the dirty. They did. <laughs> Nasty alien sex. <laughs> bow chicka bow bow. No, but yeah, no. Robin Curtis, I remember in from from number three was quite instrumental in in my uh, what's Puberty. the word? Puberty. Yeah, <laughs> I kept thinking, oh, those ears. I'd like to nibble them. Your mm. big fan rang out for the first time when you saw Lieutenant Savick. She's nice enough, but she looks like a mom. <laughs> that's what he liked about it. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I will not have you disparage my mother on this channel. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's 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 just it's part of the culture, Sean. You know, with that whole royal family incest thing, you can't blame it. Yeah, that's why no judgment here, no kink shaming. Not with your accent, exactly. <laughs> I'm more of a sister. <laughs> you know, I, the people always say like, "Oh, uh, Sean's from Kentucky; he must fuck goats," and I always say, "No, I make love to goats." <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it's completely consensual. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The goats love it. <laughs> that's when you said earlier about them going back to save whales, because that's the joke of British people over here that all people in Wales shag um, sheep. <laughs> so it's like, save whales? Really? What about England and Scotland? That sounds a bit rough. <laughs> that was a lame joke. Uh, I've got a cold. I'm, I'm, I'm not a lame joke. <laughs> What's wrong with your sense I'm of humor? So well, I got a cold. I have a cold. <laughs> yeah, it's broken right now. I can't smell anything. I'm not supposed to know what's good. Don't even know what my farts are like. It's it's still a no, lie. Nothing. By the way, from Ghostbusters, that's still a line that makes me laugh every single time. Listen, you smell something? <laughs> what? <laughs> I never get tired of that line. I don't know why. Was that from the first one? That's from the first one. I think it's like in, I think it's like when they're in the library. He's like, "Listen, do you smell something?" I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> that movie is full of great lines. I never get tired of that line. That's because you've got great comedians who are brilliant writers and a great writer and producer. And yeah, put we, together we, fantastic we import them from Canada. <laughs> I, I still say in, in Ghostbusters two. When uh, Bill Murray's taking the pictures of uh, the picture, and he's like, "Show me angry, show me angry." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that dude, I laugh at that just as hard as if the first time I seen it. No matter how many Where times. Do you think I've Mike Myers it. got the idea for Austin Powers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. Funny enough, actually, the other day I was on my computer and I didn't have my TV here, and I put Netflix on, and the Spy Who Shagged Me was on there, and I thought, "God, I haven't seen that for ages," and I watched it, and I did think to myself. Why was this funny? Yeah, I never. Yeah, it never was. The first that. one was was quite amusing, but then uh, just the second one was just unnecessary, and then the third one I couldn't tell you a thing about it. Like I say, there were there were a couple of good jokes in the first one, but the I, after that it was just kind of, why did this carry on? By the time it got to the third one, it was just a bald naked <clears throat> cash grab. Yeah, it had turned into exploitation. You know, it really had. It is it a parody of its sale, huh? It had mini me in it. That was that was the, the, I think the only amusing thing about the second one. You and what's with you and the dwarves today? <laughs> I don't know. I just I like I like feeling tall. So I just I like, like hanging around dwarves. It makes you feel like a big man to make jokes about dwarves. Runch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maddie. I, I know NGL is lagging. I. I struggle with this every time. Try different things to keep the voice and the video synced, but it's Isn't just Mini Me. In the in the guy that played Mini Me, didn't he die? Very, yeah, very shortly. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah what killed him? Uh, thrown across Little the room flame. by Austin Powers. I think. <laughs> well, that'd be too good. So many, so many times. The cloning process wasn't perfected, I guess. <laughs> he was obviously not completely incubated. Look how small he was. Yeah. Um, um, he, seemed like a good, he seemed like a nice guy. It was weird we, he never we, got We to need tour. to not go down that road a second time with this whole dwarf shaming thing. I really – I can't take it again. The audience loves it, though. I don't think they do. <laughs> got we had a dislike on the video the other day. <laughs> I'll take that. Probably from something Just I one? said. That's not bad. <laughs> Probably from something I said. It was me. 
I just I just watched this. I go, this sucks. <laughs> Who are these fucking Car Crush TV. <laughs> Look at these clowns. Jesus Christ. So, everybody like our new thumbnails. Tell me if that may, would make you click on our videos better. We're trying out new things. Okay. Yeah, they've added emojis to them, apparently. I did. I added emojis. Oh, yeah, no, that was we're not very, my idea. We're very clickbaity now. We're like full YouTubers. I'm sorry. Did you? Were you on the, the assumption that I had shame? <laughs> no, if or I thought you tried? had shame, I wouldn't be part of this whole thing. <laughs> okay, then what? What are you? What are you complaining about? What are you? What are you? What are you making? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to sound that's, cool, man. That's the Simpsons joke, isn't it? We're just going. Um, well, I, I feel something for that. It's not. It's not shame. What's the opposite of shame? Pride. No, not that far from shame. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get crazy here. Okay, um, well, I think we've talked about everything we could talk about. We've we've flailed got... aimlessly enough. What do you you got something else? No, uh, no, no. You guys, did you guys see anything over the week that? Uh, yeah, that's chew that disgusting. up. That is so gross. You fucking you <laughs> uncivilized ape. What's the matter with you? Um, I did watch. Just to mention, I did watch Trekkies um, from nineteen ninety seven because I've just done an interview with the director. Um, <laughs> Roger, Roger and I got it. It was nice to have an intelligent conversation with an American. <laughs> um, he, he says was, he after was... just chewing up a loogie, <laughs> yeah, on camera. Well, I'm not going to spit it out. I'm not going to waste it, am I? Um, but he was really interesting. Um, and so I've got an interview with him coming up uh, very I soon. Hope, also... Good thing, good thing you did that interview and talked to him before we did this, and he might have seen the way you act on here. He's, done, he's written this book called Cut to the Monkey, which is about comedic editing in Hollywood, um, which I did say to him, I only got it yesterday, so please don't ask me what my favorite part of the book was. <laughs> oh, the favorite part was, oh, easily the life struggle on page 118. I really identified yeah. with that. <laughs> I was um, a big fan of how good, how cheap it was in the discount being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 I gotta say I love the book because I've had a rickety table for a while and it's right under the leg <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant now. <laughs> now this chair has been doing this forever it's so much thank you help. it's been very helpful just the right amount of pages <laughs> <laughs> but no I've got his interview to edit down which like I say is overly quite quite interesting I, I it was nice talking to him he was you, very talking you could do the Amadeus criticism. It's like, what did you think of the book? Well, there's too many words. <laughs> just cut a few, and I think it'll be great. I was going to make the joke and say, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but my favorite part at the moment is the appendix. Brilliant. Um, it's <laughs> very really, organized. really good. Very yeah. organized. Yeah. The cover art's nice. You know. <laughs> the, 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 the chapters are in numerical order, which I always like. Um, <laughs> I, I, will, I, will, I will probably get that because, you know, the more and more I try you need these to learn different things that. and edit, I, I'm yeah, not about taking new, new edit, pointers. You? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, guys, yeah. you guys roll over my news every weekend. <laughs> you just slobber over me. You ask me for my autograph. Don't lie to the people. Yeah, we know that's how. True. You no, no, that's not asking for your autograph. That's for you to sign the restraining order. <laughs> 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 I've told you that. All right, it's not an autograph. <laughs> It's judge appointed. Sure, sure. You, you, <laughs> you got to rec- sign the subpoena to recognize you received it. Yeah, yeah. My my seventh one. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. You keep telling yourself that. I had a 
friend that uh, he passed away a few years ago, but he'd been married like three or four times, and he always referred to his ex-wife as plaintiffs one, plaintiff two, <laughs> plaintiff three. <laughs> You know, you know when you get to when you get past number two, it's like how many times you got to slam your head in, in the car door before you realize it might hurt. Yeah, I think he eventually <laughs> did figure out that him. You some, know, some people just like wedding cake. That's true. <laughs> I, I do love I, a good wedding cake. I you bet know? you could buy. <laughs> I bet you could buy a wedding cake once a week, like a full-on layered wedding cake once a week, and eat it, and it would still be cheaper than all those divorces. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of intrigued now to uh, of thinking I want to go to my local bakery and sort of say oh, I want a, a cake for not George Lucas and and Jessica Chastain or whatever and then buy buy that cake that one week <laughs> no but buy that cake that one week and then next week go in and order another one for somebody different <laughs> you know yeah not George Lucas and this time it's uh, Angelina Jolie uh, yeah <laughs> and just see how long it takes them to twig <laughs> yeah I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to make that a recurring you know I'm just gonna whore myself out every week and try to get some new actors to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was a One good idea. One of them's deal. bound to say yes. One of them's bound to say oh, yes, and then I'm fucked. I can't reply. I can't reply. Oh, Melissa oh, McCarthy. Ugh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Let's not get crazy here, George. Yeah, let's just don't go too far with I it. I have right? some standards. Yeah. If you're going to shoot for the stars, you know, at least actually do it. Don't, don't like, oh, somebody you could actually get. I yeah. sent them out to everybody. I forget they were. <laughs> Guess he's got a three-way with Melissa McCarthy and Amy Schumer next week. <laughs> It'd be like a being like, between two bowling balls. You, you, it's have like you ever taking, seen the, the, like taking a ride at Wet and Wild, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, have you ever seen the movie um, Life Force, the '80s classic movie oh, Life Force? Of course. When, yes. when when those when those bodies have had all of their souls sucked out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Except the difference being is that um, Matilda May was very attractive, whereas the two I mentioned are not. Can you believe the same guy that made Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> made that movie? Actually, yes, I can. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally Toby remember. never really did hit the same heights after that uh, chainsaw. He did Poltergeist. Did he? Huh? Did he? Did he do Poltergeist? Well, yeah, I know. There is that whole question no. of whether he did or not. I, I would believe. love to. I would love to get the final straight scoop on that. Did he do Poltergeist well, to- or not? Toby's dead. Why won't Spielberg just admit it now? You know, it's not like he's going to hurt his feelings now at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, like I say, it would be interesting to see the whole behind the scenes. Um, yes. I was just thinking the whole behind the scenes of Steven Spielberg directing, but then seeing the cameras on him and Toe Pooper pushing him out of the way. Yeah, no, I think Steven was right with that. Yeah, <laughs> should do that. Yeah. <laughs> what have been the comments from the, the cast? Has anybody really spoke up about that one way or the other? Any of the cast? I guess we'll have to do some research and make a video on it, George. Yeah. How and to make us just how, make it up and lie. You could make one of those that make it a how to make a Toby Hooper movie. First, hire your director, Toby Hooper, and then Steven Spielberg. Then put him in a closet. <laughs> nail the great yeah, shot. Let him out after the movie's done. Yeah. And then put his Chainsaw name on what? And lie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Alex, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He just said Chainsaw what? How many? What do you think? <laughs> How many other movies out there with Chainsaw in the title? Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not a huge movie, though, is it? Not, not a lot of romantic comedies, though. I <laughs> That's true. When Harry met Black and Decker. You know, I mean, you don't see those. 
Do you know what you call a prostitute with braces? Oh, never mind. Oh, uh, never mind. No, no, no. I can't say, tell say that to us after the stream, I think, Sean. <laughs> Mother of God. <laughs> it's usually me. I've been very well behaved today, actually. I think. Ish. <laughs> well, I think we've I think we've flailed long enough. So thank you all for watching. We are lastmovieoutpost.com for all your latest in news. Movies, streaming, reviews, all of it. We are the cool news now. You can reach us at, at Movie Outpost on Twitter. You can email us, contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com. You can find me at DrunkenYoda1 on Twitter. You can find uh, George here at, at NotGeorgeLucas1 on Twitter. And you can find Sean well armed and will blow your head off if you come onto his property. <laughs> If you can you see can the whites of your eyes, you're already dead. That's right. You can find me. You can find me writing reviews on the website too. You can, and uh, and you've done some good ones. I'll give you credit. Well, thank yeah, you. That it's, must it's that must have been interested. very painful to have to do. Yeah, no, at some point I'll even read them. So <laughs> anything that's all the pain. Hey, that's what we're after. Cra- don't go crazy. Don't don't promise something <laughs> that you, yeah. me and you both know where you're not going to maximum believe. effort. So. <laughs> George, got any last words? No. Sean? Mm, maybe Nick. Hopefully next week Cecil will be on if uh, everything's okay with him and, and there's not some uh, schedule conflict he has. Yeah, or- I mean, uh, yeah, we joke. No hard feelings, Cecil. We get it. This, everybody's got what they got to do. We appreciate that you were going to give us a chance, and if you could be on, we, we'd be more than happy to have you. Uh, so keep your eyes out here. We're We're... You know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, share, share everything out, like them, let the let the algorithms know that you like us. We're uh, trying to get a virus. Sorry, we're trying to go viral. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a YouTube channel, we'd subscribe to you. And not watch it. <laughs> Probably not, but we'd subscribe the hell out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, I'd totally subscribe to it. So he's, so he's asking if we're going to upgrade to HD. We're at 720p. And, what else uh, do you want? God, what these these people are always wanting more from us. Like earlier, he was complaining we weren't talking about movies enough, and then now he's like, "Ooh, TDP." Yeah, you want us? You want us to get Honestly, all better equipment, not, you, better internet? You, you uh, do not want to see us in high definition. That's true. <laughs> there is whoa. That's, that's why that's I smear my. Scary. That's why I smear my camera with a little Vaseline over it, so you don't get HD of this. Ugh. That's with the Vaseline? You know, when I was a kid, you know, I was so ugly when I was a kid, my dad used to tie a pork chopper on my neck to get the family dog to play with. Put me in a corner and feed me with a slingshot. You know, they used to make me leave the basement of the outhouse. If you're going to do Rodney Dangerfield, you got to do it right. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, it's rough. It's real rough. You know, I saw a dog over there. He's looking at himself, you know, like dogs do. I said to my friend, boy, I wish I could do that. And he said, well, pet him. Maybe I'll let you. But I'll tell you, it's rough. Hey, <laughs> my jokes are better. <laughs> if Rodney Dangerfield was funnier than me, why is he dead and I'm alive? That is a good point. <laughs> I, I'm speechless. <laughs> you've 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 rendered me speechless with your stupidity, sir, and I award you no points. And God have mercy on your soul. I'm just too big brain for you two smooth That's, brains. That must be it.
I've got a big, giant, wrinkled brain. You two have smooth brains. So anyway, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Clearly it's so, worth uh, it. Wait a minute. I, we, we, could, we could just keep going until the Oscars, and then we could just like... Oh, yeah. no. I'll, I don't have the energy <laughs> for that. I haven't had my dinner yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm actually going to try to watch a couple of movies. Can you imagine how angry and tired we would be by the time they're on? Bloody Amy Schumer, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you got to admit, if we're, if we're you know really hangry and tired and cranky and we start watching the Oscars live, that could be very entertaining. It would be. Yeah. I think I think it would be funny if we, if yeah. we watched sure, it Sure, could you send over some of your guns to me, please? Because I want to blow my brains out. <laughs> I don't think you have a license for that, mate. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm only going to use them once, so... <laughs> We've taken our commenters, put them in a steel crate in the hot sun all day, denied them food and water. Now we're <laughs> plopping them down in front of the Oscars. Let's see what happens. I don't know if I... I don't think I'm going to watch them at all. I, I mean, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just keep track enough to see if I want any money, which I'm pretty sure I will have a little at least. I didn't, I didn't go big. I, I am, I'm really rooting for... Um, and I think it's a, a solid bet that some star is going to go out there and make a complete ass of themselves. And Never, no, no, and that's going to make oh, for I, some good, good fodder for next week's entertainment news. I think it would be funny if it was Ricky Gervais. You know what? I I would really <laughs> like to see Licorice Pizza win something, but I don't doubt it. it Licorice Pizza or Dune? Um, those are the two that yeah. I think are the best. Home Sweet Home Alone. I'm caught my fingers crossed for. <laughs> I've got a lot of money on that, so if that comes in, <laughs> yes, movie. I, I am out of here. Movie most likely to That's make a... the audience commit suicide. The winner is <laughs> Home Sweet Alone, and then you just hear like fifteen gunshots in the audience. You know, <laughs> I don't think you got to worry. I, I got some bad news, George. I don't think I don't think it's going to win. I was just either. thinking, and, and the category for the best cinematic shot. It's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> hey oh. oh my God, we have not talked about that in a while. We need to oh. we need to figure out what's going on with him. He hasn't done anything. He's, he's no, no, no. Right. He, that's not true. He's recently started blaming the girl that he shot for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. She reached out and pulled the trigger in front of a gun. Yeah. yeah. She made me. She should have. She should have made me so angry if she didn't want to get herself shot. <laughs> Is Goodness. Billy Crystal doing the Oscars tonight? Oh man, I have no idea. Do that? Did they go? Did they decide to go hostless because they couldn't find somebody that didn't have some horrible shit on their Twitter? <laughs> no, it's, gave it's up. Amy Schumer. I'm Isn't sure it's Amy, Amy Schumer? Schumer. Yeah, and somebody else and somebody else. Apparently, comedians. I know poor That's... Kevin Hart got. Uh, uh, you know, they found yeah. some joke that they didn't like, and he it was like yeah. a dream of his to host the Oscars. He had to bow out. Yeah, me too. I love, I love the fact. Ga gay joke. He made a gay joke. As well. I mean, I can't stand Ricky Gervais, but I like Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globe saying, oh, Kevin Hart got, got fired because oh, of the Twitter. Um, hello? Yeah. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you like him? I, don't under I still don't understand why you don't like Ricky Gervais. I I watched the – I had the DVD of the original American Office, and I remember a couple of scenes behind the scenes of where Steve Merchant is doing all the writing, mm -hmm. and Ricky basically had – um, one of the like runners head taped up and that's all he was doing. He was just taping up this kid's head. And I just think that Ricky Gervais is not the comic. He, he, it was like he was, he's the kind of person that on a, on a, 
on a school project everybody else would do the work and he does bugger all but then he's, he's literally like, me that was literally me he, he's like the loud and outlandish one who goes yeah i did all that yeah look at that and he takes all the glory for it that's just... the charm that's the charm of his <laughs> well, that was that was like when, when was it that that was a good 20 years ago at least right when did the yeah. that british office 2001 or something like that so yeah i mean the I, stuff I, he's I done since to... then and the and the work he's done since then and his work at the golden globes has been so phenomenal he's I mean, entertained. Like, okay he's you know he's just He's, he's had 20 years of changing. Does he get any credit for any of that? I guess not George. This is starting to seem like jealousy to me, George. Yeah, you're, you're, you're an absolute, absolute SJW. You know? One mistake 20 years yeah. ago, that's all it takes for me. No, 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 no. But he's also a one-hit wonder that he comes out and does his old speech about, you know, being outrageous and blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of, that's just, just like one-trick pony. You know, that's just the one thing he yeah. does. Did you see the invention of lying? I thought it was pretty good. I thought that was very good, yeah. <sighs> Again, it was all about the whole... I don't like God. And that, again, that's kind of his one trick pony. He's been on lots of documentaries over here with Steve Richard Dawkins. I think it is. Who's, yeah. who's a, a evolutionist, you know, and they just sort of go on about how there's no God all the time. And it's just like, yeah, okay, Ricky, we get it. You know, but <laughs> no, you gotta check out some of his stuff for the last yeah, four or five years. Should... I think he's, uh, yeah, he's really expanded and gotten better. I, I, I do agree. I felt like he was, he was too abrasive on the British office. He was just too unlikable. And uh, his character wasn't very good. And I, you know, some of the stuff they did, I was like, kind of take it or leave it. But I've, I feel like he's grown and, and changed and, and pushed himself a bit in the last few years and done some interesting yeah, things. So I think so. I, he inter- he really entertains me, you know. And I like that he uh, he's a bit of a, a, a definitely a, a defender of free speech and stuff and yeah, that's I a, do like he's, re- he's willing to stick yeah. a thumb in the eye of Hollywood. I do like Yeah, that. I like that. He might be a prick in his personal life or whatever, but I don't know, man. He's uh, He hates he's guns. Well, he's of course really he does. outspoken but, about hating guns. That's, a, that's, that's British. What yeah, and there? he can't – but see, the difference is, is he has no effect on it here because he's not a U.S. citizen. <laughs> he can't even vote, so I don't care. He is, his opinion on that is irrelevant to me. No, I'm just Why is there it. no God if evolution is real? So Maddie has been complaining that we don't talk about, about movies, and then he puts one of the most existential <laughs> questions in the goddamn yeah. chat. Yeah, yeah. But it's really late, okay? You know what? The, most, the thing that Gervais don't... The funny thing about Gervais and his atheism is is that he doesn't realize that he's created his own religion, that he proselytizes yeah. harder than any any you know hardcore Bible thumper that I know. You know, it's like he. T- it's like okay, we get it. A real atheist wouldn't care. You just sound like you're mad at daddy when you go that far. It's like I'm just mad at daddy. I didn't. When I was a kid, I didn't get that. Uh, you know, most most of these most of these leftists are mad at their dad. That's yeah, a ton of it comes from that. So anyway, it, come on, let's go. Well, yeah, I'm hungry. Google, Google the face of God and get back to us. I've been eating today. <laughs> gotta get this. This this stream is gonna get a whole lot better if we don't get off of it. <laughs> I might tell my I might tell some very spicy jokes if we don't go now. I'm right. I'm feeling it. I was like I'm really I got to tell these jokes that I normally say for after the stream that that our audience doesn't get to listen to. So I'm very antsy. I might accidentally exactly. Let so one everybody out. go so I can hear them. <laughs> Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week on the same stream. Remember noon Central Time. Set your calendars, and we'll be there. freeze frame on.